You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message.
We've also been learning about movement in the faith. How many of you were here last week? Yeah, it's not just about moving your body, but you got to move in the faith. How many of you believe that your faith is being elevated as you come every Sunday? I believe that today, all the more, we'll be encouraged as we go. We'll be lifted up as we go. We'll be stronger as we go. Do you believe it? Are you expecting a miracle in your Christianity? Then lift your voice as we sing our song of faith that we are expecting a miracle. Thank you for opportunity, Lord, in your presence. Please bless our gathering. Bless this service. Bless every life here, Lord. Let your kingdom come. And let your will be done amongst us. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. 
God bless you. Take your seats. So, faith moves. Acts chapter 17 and verse number 28. It says that in him, for in him we live, we live, we live and move. Okay, for in him we live and move and have our being. Okay, so in Christ and in God, there is movement. There is life and there is movement. In him we live and then we move. So there is movement. The Bible also says to us that Faith without works is dead. So it means that a man of faith, a person of faith, is a person of activity. There's movement. There's always movement. You're always moving. When you're not moving, it means you are dying. A dead person doesn't go anywhere, isn't it? Have you seen them going anywhere before? Have you met a dead man on the street before? No. A dead person doesn't go anywhere. So the sign of life is that a sign of life is that you move. There's movement, there's activity, there's life. You are doing so. If you are alive in Christ, there will be movement. There will be changes. You'll be growing, you'll be developing, you'll be doing well, you'll be doing better. The more you believe, the more you do. The more you believe, the better you become. The more you believe, the stronger you become. So you have, to be, you have to be seen to be believing more. And therefore doing more in the faith. Otherwise, you would wither and you would die. Inactivity is a sign of death. But there's no movement. There's nothing. Nothing is moving. I think, I think you, you even check for pulse, isn't it? The pollster is like, there's, there's, no, there's no life in the person. There's no life. Are you understanding what I'm saying? For, so in him that is in Christ, in Christ we live. And then in Christ we move. We move. Today I'm going to be talking to you about types of movement. By the way, ask, ask, your, ask your, your neighbor that. Since you've been a Christian, has, has there been any movement? Have you been moving? Is there, is there, any, is there any difference in you? If they say yes, they will ask the person, which, which direction have you been moving? Negative direction or forward? Forward or backwards? Yes. Because there must be movement. There must be movement. There must be movement. There must be activity. There must be a change. You must be getting... Are they saying that they are moving forward or backward? Or they went backward and they are now going forward. Okay. Yeah, went backward a bit and then now you are going forward. Yes. No matter what I say, you should be going forward. So today I'm actually going to talk to you about types of movement. Okay, types of movement. Last week, what did we talk about? We talked about what? What? Repeated movement. And then the, before that, we talked about what? Principles of movement. Yes, principles of movement. Principles. You see, you think I don't know. I just check whether you know what to do. Yes. So today is 
types of movement, types of movement, types of movement, types of movement. So are you ready for the first type of movement? Which one do you want? The first one. You want the first one. Okay. So I give you today's types of movement. So the first, the first type that I have here is, um, is that Jesus traveled to do his father's work. So like physical movement, traveling. Have you, have, you, have you not traveled for other things before? Should I ask you what you traveled for? <laughs> because as soon as, as soon as I, I said Jesus traveled, it's like traveling, physical movement. I thought I saw disappointment in some visas. That is why I'm asking you that. Have you not traveled for other things before? Other thing that you believe that I have to travel for this. That if I'm not there, if, if you are not, it's like if you are not there physically, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yes. Some of us travel. We know, we know the reason why we are traveling, but we still travel. You still go it and accomplish it, and then. And then you start looking for the Reverend Father for confessions. Meanwhile, you know exactly why you moved. It's not like it's not it's not an accident. You see, an accident is an accident. An accident is that you have done without the intention. You didn't plan to do it. But when you planned, you plan to make a move, and within that move, these are the possible things that can happen. Then it's no longer an accident. You can't claim um, innocence and um, Accident and you can't claim it. It's not. It's not for you. You just say the truth to God. That God, I'm sorry. I've been a fool. That's all. You be the first to call yourself a fool, so you can be forgiven quickly. Don't play. Don't play the accident card. Accident. Look, accident. Accident. I can look for the dictionary's definition for accident for you just now. You see what an accident is. How can you take food from a plate? Travel all the way from the plate into your mouth. They say it's an accident that the food got into your mouth. Where did you think the food will end up? As the food was traveling. And you're not moving, you're not moving the fork away from your mouth. You and you opened your mouth. Uh, the one you finished and you say, I've accidentally eaten the food. What are you talking about? You go to the kitchen <laughs> in the middle of the night <laughs> and you open the fridge. What, 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 what do you expect will happen? The one you finish said, No, I'm dieted, you know, I'm it's expecting my routine. And this, you went, you got off your bed, got off your bed. One lady was telling me that you see her son, her son, in the middle of the night, 
you hear you hear that there's life in the kitchen and it's not mice <laughs> and you go and say hey son it's there you will think when you see him and you see what's in front of him she said in the middle of the night said, you will think you will think it's the afternoon when you when you see the food you think it's 12 noon but it's the middle of the night it's like 2 a.m and she was wondering how how can i help how can i help him he said what you see in front of him in the middle of the night you would think it's 1 p.m if you go by his eating habits <laughs> you would think 1 a.m is 1 p.m he's there when everybody's asleep and i won't be surprised if the lights are also off so that do you know why he'll keep the lights off so that he won't see what he's doing because when he sees it, he will feel bad. So, so the lights are off and he's there. The only time he would might need a light is when he's going to the microwave. <laughs> so anyway, I'm seeing all this to tell you that look, some things are no accident. It's deliberate. Climb off your bed, you go to the kitchen. Then you say you saw food. What, what do you see in the kitchen? Spiders, <laughs> what else would be in the kitchen? Is it not food? And why did you go there? Why did you go there? What did you find? And when you find the food, what would you do with it? When you see food, what would you do with it? Will you take a selfie with the food? <laughs> so, anyway, Jesus traveled. So, you also have to make room in your life that for church and for the things of God, there can be movement, physical movement of like traveling. That we have to travel for MOTL, we have to travel for a camp. We haven't had a camp in a long time, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So when we say we are having a camp, you can, you can sit down. When you say we are having a camp, you have to make time for the camp. You have to take time off. Till we are going for a camp. To hear the word of God. To pray. To hear preaching. To fellowship. To interact. To be happy. But it will take traveling. Movement. Movement. And you move because of what you believe in. You know. The other day. I got to the train station. I got to the train station. I saw a long queue. Look, the longest queue you can ever imagine. The queue is as long as from this place, the Oval, to either Vauxhall Station or to the Oval. Of people. Then I noticed that they had tents. So... One of them stopped because I was driving. The one of them stopped me. He said, do you care, do you care to make 30 pounds? <laughs> Would you like to? I said, I said, no, I don't want to make 30 pounds. He said, look, look, we are going for something. He mentioned the, the name. It wasn't a festival, something. We are going somewhere that, you know, he explained. They said to me that oh, it's not very far from here. 
but I mean, if I can take them, they'll pay me 30 pounds. I said, I don't need 30 pounds. And he was trying to convince me that I need 30 pounds. It's like free, you'll get this free 30 pounds. I said, look, I don't need 30 pounds. I don't want 30 pounds. I don't want 30 But people are traveling to go somewhere. And you know what happens in those places, isn't it? Yeah. All of them. And I saw coaches. So the key was for different coaches that was coming to fetch them to the, to the ground. That's why they had the tents. Yeah, they even saw, I even saw a write-up um, on one of these gatherings that there is not, there is not enough, there is not enough places for ladies who are having their period. When they go for such places to change. This one, one, one lady who has been interviewed said that as she was there trying to change this thing, then somebody comes in there, a male. So she said, it's not, it's not good. Now the whole mess, there's no water to clean up. If things are doing a complaint, I said, oh, so this is, this is the story. People move for all sorts of things. All kinds of things, there's movement. So you have to learn how to also move for the sake of the gospel. Does it say camps, conferences, church things? Sometimes, sometimes even visit to visit somebody. Visit someone who is alone somewhere, has gone to uni somewhere alone. You have to travel and visit the person. Because you know this person is new, hasn't got friends, hasn't know anybody. So you travel and go and visit the person. Because you have faith that when I visit this person, this person's life will be affected and will be changed. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. This is our first type of movement, traveling. Traveling. You must by all means say that you have traveled because of Jesus before. You have traveled because of God. Travel. Matthew 9.35 It says that And Jesus went about All the cities He was traveling What was he doing as he was traveling All the cities and, and villages What was he doing Teaching in their synagogues Have you seen that So number one He was teaching Number two Preaching the gospel of the kingdom So he was teaching He was preaching And then number three healing every sickness and every disease among the people so jesus traveled for teaching preaching and healing he did teaching as he was traveling he wasn't doing sightseeing he was traveling for teaching he was traveling for preaching and he was traveling for healing for healing healing so that you have to visit your friend your friend is not well and pray for your friend you'll be surprised god will use you god will use you to heal somebody you'll be surprised you visit your friend even 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 within london you travel to go and visit your friend in another part of london and pray for the person the person will be encouraged let, let let's make moves for christianity and for our faith that you travel to visit to and you see teaching when you go and you teaching is like counseling it's like counseling so when you meet you you counsel the person you advise the person with scriptures as you come you come with scriptures as you arrive as you arrive this you have you arrive for with scriptures 
Because it's different from arriving with condoms. You see, one day a young a young man, a young a young man went to a pharmacy to buy condoms. A young and married man. And unfortunate for him that day, as he entered to buy the pharmacy, the pharmacist was an uncle from the church. <laughs> uncle was a pharmacist at the counter. So as he's taking the thing to pay for, <laughs> this, uh, an uncle knows him. It's like, we are, we are from the, we, we just, we're in church on Sunday. And I know you. I know you. I know your father. I know your father. I know your mother. So it's like, is it an experiment in school? I go do some experiments in school, or what are you going to do with this thing? <laughs> so uh, there is uncle. There is uncle with with uh, with the person. Uh, in fact, I, I didn't ask how the story ended. But it's like, you know, he's traveling, he's traveling, he's traveling with, he's going to travel with condoms. I don't know, I mean, I don't know whether it's for, he had an experiment in school or he was going to decorate his house with some balloons or, I mean, I don't know what, what he was going to do with it. I don't want to judge him, but, but uncle came, uncle, at least uncle came to tell us that. This boy came to buy this thing or, or attempted to buy this thing in, in his shop. He didn't, he didn't know the uncle was working there. If he had known, he wouldn't have gone to that shop, wouldn't he? Yeah. Or he would have even sent someone. <laughs> so travel for preaching, teaching, and healing. Travel. Travel for preaching, teaching, and healing. Travel just as Jesus traveled and Jesus moved for teaching, preaching, and healing. Second type of movement. The second type of movement is a very interesting one because it is when God draws you. One of the experiences that God will be drawing you to do something, to work for him, to serve him. To be active in the house. You, you, see, you see that your interest, even in church things, your interest to go to church, your interest to be in church, your interest to stay in church, your interest to become a, a, a active in church is the drawing of God. God is drawing you. God is drawing you. God is drawing you to be active, to be alert, and to serve him. Look at it right there. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. God draws you. Verse 40. Verse 40 says that. And this is the will of him that sent me. Are you still here? Are you here? And this is the will of him that sent me. That everyone which seeth the son. And believeth on him. May have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Verse 41. The Jews then murmured at him. Because he said I am the bread. Which came down from heaven. 42. And they said. It's not this Jesus the son of Joseph. Whose father and mother we know. 
How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? Do you understand their argument? We know your mother, we know your father. You are saying that you've come from heaven. Okay. Then, verse 43. Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Remember not among yourself. What's the problem? No man can come to me except the father which has sent me draw him. And I will raise him up at the last. So it's like no one can really serve God or do some things for God unless the father draws him. So when you find yourself being drawn, being drawn to be serious with God, being drawn to be a serious Christian, being drawn to be established in church, being drawn to, to, to join film stars, being drawn to join dancing stars, being drawn to sing in the choir. When you find yourself being drawn, do you understand being drawn? That is, you find it attractive and interesting. You want to do it. It's like, ordinarily, that's not what you would have chosen. Ordinarily, ordinarily, you'll be in church on a Sunday. But here you are, you are being drawn to church. You are being drawn to church. That move, that move of being drawn to church, it's, it's God. It's God. It's God who is drawing. So, so it, it's, it's a faith move. That God is drawing me and I am responding. So when you're also being drawn out of church, you know who is drawing you. You know who is drawing you. know who is taking you out. You know, you know who is making you, is, is, you know who is making you check out and become cold and become indifferent because God draws. He said, no man can come to me except the father which has sent me draw him. So you see, sometimes when we, when we, we lean so much on rational thinking, logic, reasoning, explaining everything like normal human, you see, you don't, you don't get far with it. You don't get far. That's what they say. But you say you are from heaven. We know your mother. We know your father. Your, your, your mother is Auntie Mary and your, your father is Uncle Joseph. And you say you are from heaven. How can you be from heaven? So you say, instead of us going along this line, this long debate and discussion, look, let me tell you something. Don't remember, don't complain. Nobody will believe in me and follow me unless God is drawing. Unless God is drawing him. Unless God is drawing him. Unless God is pulling him. It's, God, it's the work of God. So you see, all, all Basenta leaders and shepherds and whatever, you see, you, you have to learn something from this thing. And pray. Pray for your converts. Pray for your members. Pray. You see, pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. If there's anything I advise you to do, apart from invitations, phone calls, follow up, pray for the Holy Spirit because it is God's work, it's, it's his work. God's work is his work. It's not the work of man. It's not the, I, mean, I, cannot, I cannot bring all of you to church. I, I don't even know why you came. I don't even know why you came. The only, explan- the only explanation I can give is that God must be drawing you. That God must be drawing That God must be pulling you. I don't know because I can't explain it. I don't, I don't know why they've chosen to dance. And they are so happy to be dancing. I don't, I don't know why they find dancing exciting. Because I can't dance. When they are dancing, I'm always watching their feet. 
how the feet is, is the feet is moving. My feet can my feet can't move. It, it can't move. So when I see the feet moving, I just move my shoulders to 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 balance it because my shoulders that move. I see I see the heel, the this, the test. I, I can't. I, I say, where does it come from? It must be God. And you have to see that when you are doing some things in the house of God and for God, you have to know that you are doing it for God. You are not doing it for man. You are doing it for God. And it is not because of man that you are doing anything. You are doing it for God. So you can't just also quickly dismiss it. When you just dismiss it and say to yourself that I'm not going to do this thing anymore in, in the house of God. You think you may think that you are saying it to man, but it's God that you are dealing with. Because that's what he says. If you, if you take him up, you can dissect, analyze, and rip him apart. And he may not have any defense. Because it's true. Uncle Joseph, Auntie Mary, he can't defend, he can't defend it. He can't defend it. But the only thing that will make you believe in Jesus, why will you believe in Jesus? If when God is drawing you. So when you start believing in Jesus, don't stop believing. When you, stop, when you start considering Jesus, don't stop considering Jesus. When you even have two minutes, two minutes to be interested that I'll go to church, two minutes for that thing. Know that it's God who is drawing you. Know that without God showing you mercy, you will never even consider such a thing. You are here. Would you have considered going to church on a Sunday? By now you are, you are you're recovering from a hangover. All different types of hangovers. Not just alcohol. Other, other, other hangovers. So that's even as you are in church, it's not even easy, isn't it? Yes. Sometimes it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even easy. But it's God who draws. It's God who draws. It's God who pulls. It's God who pulls. That is, you know, one of the things, one of the things that you should discover is when you feel bad about sin. When you sin, you slip and you feel bad about it. It's, it's evidence that you even have the Holy Spirit. Because the scripture says that he shall convict us of sin. It means that your conscience is still alive. Because there are people who say it's, it's, not, it's not the problem. You remember when you were in the world, did you, did you say sorry to anybody for anything? It was the life. It was the life. Yes. So now that you would even feel like, what have I done? Or what am I doing? Why, why, why am I becoming like this? It's, it's, it's a sign that you are alive. And God is drawing you, and God is working on you. That is, that's like your conscience, your conscience would even break. And you see that I have done something wrong. Because otherwise, otherwise, it's like there's nothing to what you are doing. There's nothing to say, what's wrong with it? I mean, what's wrong with the wrong? When you are already wrong. When you are living a wrong life, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with wrong things. You just live. But when you see yourself trying, trying to even talk to someone about it, it's like, Pastor, I want to tell you this. Bishop, I want to say this. This has happened. It means that your conscience is alive. Yes. And it's God. It's the workings of God and the dealings of God in your life. When you become hardened, that's the dangerous bit. 
when you become when you become hardened i mean you are so hardened that you are not moved and you are not affected by anything then we know that there's trouble then we know that there's there's real trouble okay the next type of movement how many types do you have two okay today we are not doing badly number three number three is that the third type of movement you know the second one is that god draws so this is an offshoot of the second one is that god draws you deeper he doesn't he just doesn't draw you but when he draws now he starts taking you deeper and deeper and you shouldn't refuse or resist the journey to go deeper with god you should aim to go deeper the enjoyment and the refreshing place is to go deeper into anything 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 that you are interested in, anything that you are doing the nicest part of it is when you go deeper there's shallow aspects of anything that you are doing is not so exciting Studying maths in the university is more exciting than maths in year three. Maths in year three is arithmetic. One add one. Two take away four. You don't even know what two take away four is. <laughs> yes. So, so is it one says that when you start going deeper, it's more challenging and it's more exciting. Christianity, just normal, you know, just being around. I go to church and I've gone home. I don't do anything. We'll become boring. You become boring. Even, even your even relationships, when you know someone oh, is just a friend, that is when you start having ideas that this friendship must be serious. I mean, we can take it to another level. It will, it will occur to you that we can, we can switch to different dimensions of this relationship. I mean, if you can understand that one better yes because you know that when you go deeper it is nicer yes that's why you saw some people having a wedding announcement ask them ask them what do they want they've been friends they've been friends they talk every day they talk all the time they sit next to each other they go out to eat if, if one person knows how to cook, maybe has even cooked for another person before, but there is still something that is missing that they want, that they can't do. As at now, they can't do. They are not expected to be doing. They shouldn't be doing. So they say that, are you with me? Somebody is preaching there. So they say that to go deeper, to go deeper, there's a wall we have to climb over. It's called a wedding. So let's have the wedding and take this relationship deeper. It's called let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Even when we are officiating the, the weddings, we give, we give three reasons. Three reasons why people are mine. The second reason is, it says that to keep ourselves as 
undefiled members of Christ's body. Undefiled members. It means that it means that when you are not married and you get involved in some activities, you become a defiled member of Christ's body. So to keep ourselves as undefiled members of Christ's body, that is why we are here. It's an open declaration. That's why people marry. Open, openly, we are saying that look, we can't. We can't control ourselves. We don't have. It, it says that you don't, when you don't have the gift of self-control, and to keep yourself as an undefiled member, because you don't have the gift. Come on, you don't have the gift. Don't pretend you don't have the gift. You don't have the gift of self. How many people have you met who have the gift of self-control? You have the gift of speaking in tongues. Even interpretation of tongues, I'm not sure whether you have it. Yes. You have the gift of speaking in tongues. Then you have the gift of singing. Then some have the gift of dancing. Then some have the gift of acting. But you don't have the gift of self-control. So you just say to your, your, your best friend, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. So that we can keep ourselves as undefiled members of Christ's body undefiled members because deeper is nicer yes, deeper is nicer deeper is better anything that you do, deeper is better, so God draws us deeper God also doesn't just you are saved, and that is it, he wants to take you deeper, he wants you to be he wants you to enter into the ministry he wants you to work for him he wants you to be a shepherd. He wants you to be a pastor. He wants to be you to be a teacher of the word because it's nicer. It's nicer when you go deeper. I'm telling you, it's nicer and it's better. Turn the Bibles to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 47. God is going to take you deeper. I'm just telling you that when he's taking you deeper, come along. Come along, come along. Always aim, always aim to go deeper in things. Always aim to go deeper. Even, even if you're an instrumentalist, aim to go deeper. When someone who has gone deep into keyboard is playing, you, you, you always tend to check who is playing. Because you know that there's a deeper person there. Because the expressions on the keys is different. I have, a, I have one, one of our pastors called Pastor Edmond. Anytime, anytime he's playing the bass guitar and I'm in the service, I always tend to check who is there. Yes. Anytime he's a one player, I always, I always tend. Because I can just hear that it sounds different. It feels different. Sometimes I won't, I won't look and I'll say to somebody, it's Pastor Edmond who is playing, isn't it? Then they will check, they'll tell me, yes, it's him. Because it's deeper. There's, there's depth in what the person is doing. There's depth in what the person is doing. So it's sweeter. It's nicer. So anything you do, singing, singing, singers, aim to go deeper in your singing. I want to go deeper in my preaching. So you to go deeper. Let's go deeper in everything we are doing. Let's go deep. Let's go deep and go very deep. Anything you are given to do, anything you are given to do, 
the beauty of it is seen in the depth of it yes so Ezekiel 47, did I say Ezekiel 47? It says that afterward he brought me again unto the door. Are you, are you here? Are you reading the Bible with me? Afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the, for the forefront of the house, all these things you don't understand, so don't worry. You, I'll, I'll help you with the bits that you should understand. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east. And the waters came down from under the from under came came down from under from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. No problem, you don't understand all this, isn't it? Okay. So verse two. Then brought him then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me out of the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. Do you know, do you know why you don't understand? You don't appreciate all this eastward, north, because you are not deep enough. Yes. And if we, if we start explaining what northward, what eastward means, because I can show you other passages that the scripture say, and he faced eastward. And you see the star from the east. It all has meanings. But if I start taking you through eastward and everything, some of you will start leaving. <laughs> yes. Even when we mention small fornication, you start feeling uh, a little bit of heat. I mean, am, am I in the right place? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, verse three. Okay, let's let's save ourselves. And when the man, when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters, and the waters were to their ankles. Now I'll help you. Now I'll help you. Because we are talking about God draws us deeper. You are going to see somebody that is being taken deeper and deeper into things. And that is your life with God. That's your life with the Holy Spirit. That's your life with the Holy Spirit. You know, I think I've told you already. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Especially as shepherd. Pray for the Holy Pray for the Holy Spirit all the time. And especially when you're going to have a meeting. Pray for the Holy, that they pray for the Holy, pray for the Holy Spirit more than you read your notes. Pray, pray for the, you need the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit has different manifestations. One of it is like water or river. The deeper you go, the deeper you go, the sweeter the fellowship, the sweeter the fellowship. The deeper you go to him, the sweeter that fellowship is. So here, he enters, he enters, and the water is... You have to see where your uncle is. It's right down there. I mean, you can, you, can, you can walk through, you can walk through water that just gets to your uncle. You can walk through it with ease. If you can do, you can do anything. You can even eat. You can live a normal life. You, you can even ignore that you are walking through water. When the water is just up to your uncle. It has, in other words, in other words, about 90% of your body is out of the water. So you are not you are not that 
immersed and influenced by the currents or the movement of the water it has no effect on you because most most of your body is out of the water so when most of your body is out of the holy spirit it's out of the influence of the holy spirit just up to your ankle some few tough, some few tongues that you speak on the on the on the train when you are stuck in the tunnel and you don't know why it's not moving. When you only you only call on him at emergencies. You know, sometimes it can be there. It, 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 it's a beautiful experience. You don't have a, you don't have a prayer topic, but you are praying. You see, but that is where most people feel like they should fall asleep and they shouldn't pray. But you see, your prayers, your prayers are like candles that are burning. So even though you don't have a prayer, to burn the incense. It creates an atmosphere for you. Allow the incense to burn. Allow it to burn. You see, some, 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 of, us, some of us, you see, you, you are still very, if you are, if you are melancholic, you are still very melancholic because the water is up to your ankle. So we are very melancholic and very moody. If you are choleric, you are still very choleric. Very set in your ways. If it's rudeness, the rudeness comes. If it's, I won't listen, I'm just marching on. You are just, you are just doing as you like. Because, because the, the water is still, it's still very low. About nine, 90% of your body is out of the water. It has no influence on you. It has no influence on you. So when you have ankle level ministry, you see that it's more about you than the Holy Spirit. It's more about you than God. It's more you. Your Christianity, your Christianity is still very dependent on your mood and how you are feeling. When you when you are happy, everybody around you should be happy. When you are not happy, that it's over. When your cravings for anything comes, it's like once the craving has come, you must satisfy it. Because your ankle level is a very low, shallow level. I see God is interested in drawing you deeper. He wants you to go deeper. He wants less of you and more of him. That when you are seen, it can be said that you are godly. You are like God. You are godly. You are becoming godly. You are becoming godly. You are becoming godly. You know, a lot of us are young, so your problems, problems for young people is not a secret. Can you, can you be able to sit alone with the opposite sex, watching a movie or even chatting, having tea without any accident? With man, with man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Yes. 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 But for some of you and the, where you are at, you should not try. You should, you should not even dream about that thing because you can't be, you can't be. You, I mean, you won't survive. Day one, day one, first 30 minutes. The natural, the natural course of being in the company of the opposite sex will start happening. It's a natural course. 
because you because the Holy Spirit hasn't taken over. Hasn't taken over your thinking, your ways, your strength, so the natural course. Even, even some people just even have to be the opposite sex. Sometimes even same sex. The natural course is, is to start doing something. Something sinful. If you're a Christian. Verse 4. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. And the waters were to the knees. So you see, to, to the knees now, I think now we're about 50% or or, or, or 25 25 yes 25 which, which is better than that low level at least now we can see that no maybe, maybe, now, maybe now you can you can watch a movie up to halfway and say look it's okay I'm, I'm, I'm going to bed just say look I'm going to bed I'm sleepy go home go home go home go home because you, you, you feel something you feel some things yeah, you feel that the thing is still coming and you, you have a little bit of control. You say, but you know, no, 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 no. So it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's time to go, it's time to go, it's time to go, it's time to go. I can't, I can't be here. Yes. You don't, say, you don't say why you are ending the movie, but you just say, look, it's time to go. It's time to go, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Yes. And some of you have to learn how to get up and leave. Yes. Yes. You have to learn how to get up and leave quickly. Some of you are like kettles. It takes a while to boil. <laughs> Some people, they are, like, they are like the bulb in the house. You just turn it on. It just comes on. <laughs> yes. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. And the waters were where? Up to the loins. Where is the loins? Yes. So now it's like 50%, isn't it? I mean, if you can have 50% sweet influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. How beautiful it will be. How beautiful and how balanced it will be. May you go deeper. Amen. The waters were up to the loins. Look, can you see where God is leading you? As God has brought you to church, in church you are hearing the message. Sometimes your first times you are even in church, you don't understand. How many of you didn't understand the message the first time you were? Do you actually wonder what are they doing? Why are they even excited? Do you even wonder why are they even excited? Do you know why, do you know why I am? I, I, um, Maybe I've not told you before, but do you know the book of Job? The reason why I like the book of Job. Because I remember my first days in the, in the church. The pastor was quoting from Psalm. He says Psalm, and I didn't know where Psalm was. So I, was here, so I had to go to the index. Go look for it. Then I realized that Job comes before Psalms. And then Psalm, it's almost like it's somewhere in the middle of the Bible. So I opened Job. So I mean, since then, since when I realized, I mean, I anytime I see Job, I say, oh, I remember you saved me. You saved me many times. For some reason, I, I'm looking at, it's, it's easy to find Job. When I find Job, then the next one is Psalms. Then after Psalms, Proverbs. I know that, yes, I'm moving away. So I could find Job. But when I went, I also didn't know where anything was. When they mention things like Nahum and Amos, I'll say, I'll say, this pastor is a very wicked man. This pastor is a very wicked man. We have just come to church and you are quoting from Amos and Nahum. Where, where is that? Obadiah. I mean, well, I mean, what's he doing? 
even say revelation or genesis we know the beginning or the end but obadiah and you see in those days when you say obadiah then you'll be wondering is it new testament or old testament where is it which part and then when you you are sitting by this kind of uh, self-righteous self-spiritual people they will help you and they'll be looking at you to see whether you can find it I mean, those are days where we had hard copy Bible. So when you come for everybody can see that you can because they will be there, they would have opened it, and then you are still flicking through the pictures. Ah. Yes. Yes. So when you go to church and you don't understand things, relax. We've all been there before. Yeah, relax. Just, just when everybody is smiling, smile as well. Yes. One day you see that God is taking you deeper. Can you see what we feel? One day you'll be at the knee level. Because of my experience, because of my experience, you will see one of the things I'll be saying is that if you're sitting next to somebody who can't find it, help the person to find, help the person to find Nahum. Because I know how Christians can be. They open it and leave it on their lap so you see that they have opened it. And you don't know where it is. You just say that they'll be looking at you as you are as you are in the New Testament when the thing is in the Old Testament. Yes. With me very early, very early in my Christian life, I learned how to go to the index and go and look for the page number. I said, No, I don't I don't care. No shame. No shame. I go and look at it, it's page one one nine zero. And I say page as for numbers, I can read it. Say page one one nine zero. This is it. Yes, don't also leave it. Mm. Mm. You Pharisees. Mm. Mm. We're all there. The waters can get to the loins. May the waters get to the loins. You see, may, may, you, may you be so blessed in your basenta work that now the spirit has reached the loins. You just, as you are going, as you are going, inviting and leading people, you just know that this is the work of the Holy Spirit. Because you are a spirit man. You are a spirit man. No, that's all who has said to you. You've settled at anchor level. Then verse 5. Do we have a verse 5? Take us deeper. Take us deeper, sister. Take us deeper. Afterward, he measured a thousand. And this time, it was a river. A river that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen. Waters to swimming. Yes. A river that could not be passed. In other words, a river that you can't walk through. You can't stroll through. You have to swim. You have to swim. You have to swim. You can't just walk through. Because the waters were risen. It means that your feet won't touch the ground. It means that now you've been disconnected from the earth and natural things. Now you are now to move, to cross over. You are absolutely dependent on the Holy Spirit. It's not through connections. It's not through physical things. That, you, know, you have to depend on God. That's what, that's what I was saying to you. That you, see, you, you. It will not just be an instructor that I'm giving. You will get to a point in your basenta work, center, whatever you are doing, that you would know that it's not about notes that I have to go and preach. But I need God. I need the Holy Spirit. That's a swimmer. 
Because you know that to cross over, to cross over, it has to be God. But when your feet are still on the ground, you, you pray for you pray for five minutes, say I can I can get there. You pray for one, you pray for one hour, you say I'll get there. You pray for three hours, you say, Oh, I'll get there. My prayer is working, I'll get there. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm working through. I know what to do. I'm going to, I'm going to make phone calls. But there's a level. There's a life where it is swimming. We swim in the spirit. We move, we move in the spirit without any contact and confidence in the earth. We can't stand. There's no confidence in the flesh. You have no confidence in the flesh. You have no trust in the flesh that this thing, it will only work because God is making it work. It can only grow and work because God says it should grow and work. And that's where you must aim for. You must aim to move from ankle level to knee level. You move from knee level to loin. You move from the loins. Now you are submerged. Now you are into swimming. It's, the, it's, it's, it's called the spirit life. The spirit life. You are led, you are led, you are led by the spirit. The spirit controls and the spirit leads. That is why you will no longer be described as a melancholic, a choleric, a phlegmatic, and a, a sanguine. That is why you see that, that that description kind of fizzles out of your life. People don't even know what temperament you are. Because you've become spirit controlled. Spirit controlled. But so long as we can still feel cholerism, we can still feel melancholism, and you are proudly saying, I'm melancholic, proudly saying, I'm phlegmatic, proudly saying, I'm this. You, you, are, still, you are still uncle boy, uncle boy, uncle boy. 90%, 90% of whatever you are doing is not under the influence of the spirit. 90% of what you are doing is under the influence of the spirit. When the spirit takes over, will be guessing you you ask people you ask people what do you, what do you think my temperament is and as they are mentioning you'll be laughing <laughs> you'll be laughing because you, you know you'll be saying that thank god is taking over your life thank god do you want one more movement yes. are you sure yes. are you sure it's not time to go home no. why not why not hmm. you want to go deeper I'll give you one more thing. Luke chapter 15. Types of movement. So this will be the fourth or fifth. Well, it's number 10 in my notes. (laughs) Hmm. There. Fourth, he said fourth. The fourth type of movement I'm sharing with you today is, is the movement of returning, returning, returning to your love for God or returning to your first love. Returning. And it's a story, it's a story of the prodigal boy. Yes, it's a story of the prodigal boy. Part of your journey as a Christian, if it so happens to you that you have strayed from the faith and from your first love, 
Faith moves. There is nothing like it's over for me. You have to decide at a point that I'm turning around and I'm going back. It's movement. It's faith. No apologies. Because the Bible gives examples of people who have strayed. So when you stray, it doesn't mean that you can't come back. When you stray, use your faith. Use the faith that you have left like a mustard seed. Jesus says that you must have faith like a mustard seed. And you say to a mountain, move and it will move. Use the little faith that you have left and tell yourself that I'm going back. I'm going back to my original state. I'm going back to the faith. I'm going back to God. I'm going back to my first love. I'm going back to my love for God. I'm going back. Luke 15. Is it not verse 11? Is that where it starts from? And he said a certain man had two sons. This is Jesus about to speak. A certain man had two sons. Are you still here? And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. He divided unto them his living. Usually it's the mature ones who make absurd requests and demands. Yes. When you see somebody making demands, instead of the church be like this, let's do this. I don't like doing this. I want to do that. No, no. I want, I, like, I always want to do something that out of the ordinary. I want to be different. I just don't want to humbly flow. That's the proud and the immature. Yes. He said, give me the portion of goods that fall left to me. Your father is alive and you're asking him for your inheritance. Yes. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together. When he received everything, he gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there, wasted his substance with riotous. How many of you know that what you haven't worked for, usually wasted? Yes. What you didn't work, what you didn't labor for, you usually, usually don't know how to use it. Yes. That's why those of you have to work. You really have to work. You've been working from year seven. Don't be angry because you are learning and acquiring something that those who have never worked don't have. Yes, the responsibility to budget, to manage funds. You are, you are learning something. You'll be surprised at what, what you, you, you are learning. You see, you may discover it at later years that, oh, I have this quality. Now you'll be complaining and saying that life is difficult, life is this, life is that. It's always difficult. Good things, good things don't come easily. Never be angry that you have to work. Never be cursing your father and your mother that why don't you have this to give to me? Why don't you let me be like somebody else and this and that? It's what you haven't worked for, you usually don't manage it well. When you start working, you become wiser. You, be, you actually become you, you actually become very wise because you will discover that look, this thing that I have that I've been enjoying. You will not wake you will not wake up at 2 a.m. to go and eat when you just finish eating at 10 o'clock. Yes, because you know what it costs. You know that I don't have to waste food like that. Even the demands, the demands that you make, demands that people make, so that you can tell, they don't, they don't know how money comes. That's why they are. That's why they are, I want this. Can I have this? Get, look, give me this. Look, I need this. Look, I want this. Oh, come on, give me this. Oh, come on, bring this. They, they, they don't even know. Exactly, they don't even know how to say thank you. Yes, they don't even know how to say thank you. 
see them, they go together. They don't work. They go to do a wedding. They say we should, you should go and rent a hall, ten thousand pounds, because they don't know how ten how to get how, how you can come by ten thousand pounds. They don't know what they should. You just have to tell them. Look, start counting one, two, three, up to ten thousand. <laughs> yes, this is just count. So you see how far you are from ten thousand. As you are making demands for ten thousand, and you don't have you you, you don't have um, two pounds. So he wasted his substance on riotous living. I mean, he really went for a wild life. Because he doesn't, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand what he has. He doesn't understand. You don't understand. The apartment that you've been put in, the apartment you've been put in alone with this and that, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know how it is paid for. That is why, that's why you are bringing all sorts of characters in there to do all sorts of things. It would have been better, it would have been better if you were somewhere sharing a bed with somebody with lies. You, you would have been holy. Because that room, you can't bring anybody in there. You would be very, very, very holy because the person's lies would have gone into your hair. You would be thinking about how to solve lies in this world. But here you are, cozy apartment that you don't pay for. You don't even you don't even know how it, how it's acquired. You don't even know how it's like you you have an idea of how much it's paid, but you don't you don't know what it takes to pay for such things. So then you switch to riotous lifestyle, riotous. Anything that wears a sketch, you come and see you. Because you don't know how it came by. Am I preaching a good message? <laughs> yes. If you pay for that, right, you'll be looking for someone to share with, isn't it? Yes. You'll be saying, will you share with me? Will you share with me? And that sharing alone will save you. It will save you. Because when you look at your roommate's face, she looks like a gossip. She, you will not even be tempted. you say, hmm, I cannot bring, she will go and say it, I cannot bring anybody here. Let's just, have, let's just have a quiet time and all pretend as if we are Christians. <laughs> and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Fantastic. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did. Somebody who has lived in in it lived a lavish lifestyle is now eating with pigs mm. he used to have parties parties whilst his friends are eating the food he is just, he just has a bottle the life he was living that was the life he was living as if he had everything wow now he's eating with pigs you escaped from eating with pigs and no man gave unto you how many of you know that when you become poor even your neighbor is far from you according to the scriptures yes when you become broke you are broke when you have everybody is close to you everybody is everybody is around you as soon as the money begins to run out, 
That's how fast the friends also disappear from your life. You'll be wondering, all these guys used to come around and join your big screen on your wall. Now that you can't pay for Netflix, (laughs) they will not even share theirs with you. (laughs) All All you need is what? The email and the password. They will not give it to you. <laughs> Just email and password. So you also got to watch No Time to Die. <laughs> they will give it to you. He said, and no man gave to him. Next verse. And when he came to himself. You see, pray that you will come to yourself. That's the, this a major important point and turning point in your life. Pray that you will come to yourself. So when he came to himself, he said, so as soon as you come, prove that you've come to yourself, that you start asking yourself questions. There are some questions you start asking. He asked himself, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. You start analyzing. That if, I, if I go back to church, what would my life be like? If I become serious in church again, what, my life, what was my life like before? So what I am involved now and what I was before, which one is better? So let me go back to church. Let me go back to church. And then not just there. When I go back, verse 18, I will arise and go to my father and I will say, you see, even rehearse what you are coming to say. I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven. And before thee. That is learn how to say sorry. Don't say it was an accident. I think I was it the same that I told you. Yes, don't say it was an accident. Don't 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 come and talk accident talk. When it's very deliberate and very planned and intentional. Don't mention accident. We know what accidents are. Hmm? Say I am sorry. I'm no more worthy to be called by son. It's like, I don't even deserve what I do and what I it's like, I am not. You know, you know, um, someone wrote a letter to me once. So it was about 10 pages. 10 pages, front and back, front and back, front and back, front and back. The title of her letter, I still have it. The title of her letter is I'm not just. I'm not just a singer. And then she introduced it to say that I don't want you to know me just as the girl who sings. But I want you to know who I really am, what I've been through, and what I am now. And she poured out her heart onto the letter. I found it recently. It was on blue sheets. Blue sheets, black ink. She wrote everything, everything from everywhere to everywhere. She put it on that thing. I'm not just a girl who sings. Yes. It can be a book. One day when I get the anointing to write books, maybe it can be part of the book. I'm not just a girl who sings. Yes. And truly, she was not just a girl who sings. Hey. She was somebody. You're quiet. You see, but in her approach... There was sincerity. That 
this is me. It's not, it's not that I, I have accident. I don't know what happened. Uh, my uni has messed me up. My friends have messed me up. This has messed me up. It wasn't like I said, I am not just the girl who sings. I do, it's like, I don't want you to have the wrong impression of me. This is who I am. This is the real me. This is the real me. Sometimes you see people battling to preserve an image that doesn't exist. Is it those who fight to maintain an image are those who don't have that image? They don't have it. That's, that's why it's a fight to keep it. To keep it. It's like I am determined that I want you to think of me in a certain way. It's because you don't have it. That's why you even you are even fighting for it. It was a long letter. I'm sure it took me some days to finish it. If I when I saw it recently, I, I, I felt even lazy to even read one line. I said, no, no, I don't want to start. I don't, I said, I don't want to start reading this thing. I don't want to start. Yes. I'm not just a girl who sings. Ooh. I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Some are demanding I'm a son. A son I am. Make me, they say, make me as one of thy hired servants. It's like demote me. What I am is a servant. I'm a servant. I'm not, I'm not a son. I've not behaved like a son. I've not lived like a son. I am a servant. I'm lower than a son. And he arose. After his rehearsal and everything he's going to see, he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. And ran and fell on his neck and kissed. His father didn't even give him the chance to even come and see all the things he's, he's part. I mean, when you see the you see, look, I'm, I'm welcome. But verse 21. And the son said unto him, Father, I have said, despite everything, it's like, I, Father, I need you to hear what I'm coming to say. Because you think I'm a son, but I'm lower than a son. I'm worse than a son. I'm a disappointment. Help me. He said, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Can you see faith? We are still talking about movement or types of movement. He's coming back to the father. He's coming back to the father with sincerity and honesty, not with lies and deception and partial, partial truths. I am no more worthy. In other words, I don't qualify to be called a son. Verse 22. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe. You know that for the father, he's just happy that he's come back. Whether you're a servant or lower than a servant or above a servant, he's like, I don't care. You've come back. I like you. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. From here, he's talking about um, somebody else who was not happy that there was a party in the house. Yes. But the message is that there's a type of movement that you do in the faith, which is coming back home. You should be able to come home. And come home with all sincerity and honesty. You know, I'll tell you something. Should I tell you something? Jesus said, I laid down my life. I laid down my life. But his life was not taken from him. My point is, there's a difference between being caught and coming out clean. They are two different people. They are two different people. 
If you're a leader, you know, you know what I'm talking about. When somebody is caught and they are crying because they've been caught, it's different from the person who was not caught. He says, look, this is who I am. I confess, I'm telling you that this is who I am and this is who I am. Usually people who are caught don't even say the full truth. They tell you part of the story. It's almost like, it's okay, it's okay, just leave it. Just leave it. Be a Christian. You look, leave it, leave it. Mercy, mercy, forgive. Meanwhile, they've been caught. When you, are, when you are caught, it means you are guilty, you are a thief. It's different from, hey, this is my problem. I've struggled. I've struggled. This boy was not caught. He came back. He came back. Why are you so quiet? You are thinking about yourself, you see. Yes. No, but can you see the difference that when you are caught, it's different from when you confess. When you are caught and you are admitting, and you are admitting only part of it, it's different. When you say, this is me. This is what I've done. This is how I've been. That's someone who genuinely, genuinely appreciates God and who God is. You've become too quiet on me. Stand to your feet and let's go home. <laughs> no, I finished for today. I've actually finished. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. <laughs> Small types of movement. You are becoming melancholic on me. <laughs> But I say it takes faith to return to the father's love. It takes a move of faith that when I go back, my father will receive me. God will receive me and restore. He was restored. He got, he got a robe. He got a robe. He got a ring. He got a ring. It means that the covenant that you are son is still intact. Even though he is saying he's a servant, he got a ring to say that you are still a son. And then a fatted calf. That is shish kebab. And party time. Let's let's eat and rejoice. Let's eat and rejoice. Let's eat and rejoice. Pray to God and say that Lord, I want to go deeper. I want to I want you to draw me deeper. How many of you like God to draw you deeper? Yes. You want to be a swimmer? Swimmer in the things of God. Yes, it will be beautiful to see you swimming in the things of God. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself briefly, the Lord. I want to go deeper with you. I want to go deeper with you. I want to go deeper with you. Deeper. Deeper and deeper with you, Lord. Deeper with you, Lord. Deeper. Deeper. Help me to go deeper with you, Lord. I'll stop moving deeper. I'll stop moving in you, Lord. I want to move deeper. I want to move deeper. I want to go places with you, Lord. I want to do more, Lord. Draw me deeper, oh God. Yes. Draw me deeper into you, Lord. Draw me deeper into you, oh God. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray for yourself that God, draw me deeper. Draw me deeper. Draw me deeper. Draw me deeper. Take me deeper, Lord. Take me to that place. Take me to that place. Take me to take me out of the mud. Take me out. Take me out of the mud. Take me out of the muddy places. Take me out of the mess. Take me out of the confusion. Take me out of my struggles. Take me deeper into you, oh God. I want to go deeper in you, Lord. Cry out to him. Cry out to him. Pray to him. The Lord, I want to go deeper. I want to serve you in a sweeter place, in a deeper place. I want to have a deep experience with you. Deep experience. Deep, a deep experience with you, oh God. Oh, 
in the name of Jesus. I pray for this entire congregation, Lord. Take us deeper, Lord. Let's see deeper things. Let's have deeper experiences in our walk with you. In this beautiful walk and journey with you, oh God, we want to see beautiful experiences. We want to have beautiful experiences with you. We want to get better. We want to get stronger. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Now I want to pray for you while every eye is closed and every head is bowed. We are still in prayer. Now I want to pray for you. Someone invited you to church. You've been going to church. But you want to say to the other pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my heart to God. I want to serve God. I want to begin this beautiful journey with God. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be cancelled. Nothing can wash your sins away. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I want to choose Jesus today. I want to say yes to Jesus. If you are here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want you to just lift up your right hand wherever you are standing and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand very quickly. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Beautiful. I can see all your hands. I can see all your hands. I want to choose. I'm choosing Jesus today. I want to give myself to him. I want to give my life to him. Just your right hand. God bless you and I'll pray with you. God bless you. You also want to join in. Yes, God bless you. Join in. God bless you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. You also want to join in. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see your hand there. God bless you. 
God bless you. Now, all of you that have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come out of your seats and come to me right here in the front. Come. Come. Yes, come. All of you that lifted up your hand. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Come and join us right here in the front. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. God bless you. God bless you as you come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come out of your seats. Come from wherever you are. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. What a beautiful day for you. What a beautiful day for you. It's God who is drawing you. It's God who is drawing you. God is drawing you this afternoon. Don't hold back. Don't resist Him. It's God's love. It's God's love. It's God's love. Jesus is drawing you. God's love is drawing you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come and join us. Yes, come and join us. You want to give your life to Jesus today. Come and join us right here in the front. And let's pray. Come. Come to Jesus and let's pray. Come. Jesus is drawing you. Jesus is drawing you. God is drawing you. God's love. Thank you, Father. Bow your heads with me. Let's pray. Say this prayer after me. And church, help us as we say this prayer. If you're still out there, you want to join us, you can still come before we finish praying. Just come and join us and say this prayer with us. So those of you in front, I want you to say this prayer out loud. Believe in it. And church, help us as we say this prayer together. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, bow your head, say it, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me for my many sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for my sins and he rose up on the third day. Say, say, I believe Jesus died for my sins and he rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Please take over my life. Be the Lord of my life. I give myself to you. I will serve you. And I will live for you. Say thank you Father. For accepting me. And making me a child of yours. In Jesus name. Father I pray for all these ones. May they be blessed. May they be established. May they be yours. By the blood of Jesus. I cancel every work of Satan. I blot out every work of Satan by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that they belong to you. They shall live for you and they shall serve you all the days of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Beautiful. Yes, you may, you may, you may, you may. Give them their gifts. Receive your gifts. God bless you. Jesus is drawing you. And he will take you deeper. Deeper experience. 
sweeter experience a nicer experience god bless you clap for them one more time hey please listen carefully at the close of service we'd like to see you briefly right here where these happy lot are so if you can just move here at the close of service we'll just have a brief meeting with you before you go home today god bless you You may go back to your seat clap for them as they go back clap oh rejoice with heaven as heaven rejoices when a soul is saved beautiful take out your communion want to receive communion Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. Yes. The blood yes. that gives me strength yes. from day to day. Yes. It will never lose yes. its power. Sing it if you can sing it. The blood.
but you come practically to know Jehovah yes. as a God of graciousness, forgiveness, and mercy. Live on in his house, seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Whatever represents an impossibility, I see your foot, your foot being lifted up and placed upon a rock. Below the rock is water and mud, but your feet have been placed upon a rock to stay. Amen. You shall not fall into the water. Amen. And you shall not be carried away by the water. For the Lord establishes you Amen. and stabilizes you Amen. upon the rock. The rock is Jesus. Yes. The rock is his goodness. Yes. And the rock is his mercy. Yes. The Lord bless you. Amen. And the Lord make his face shine on you. May the Lord smile upon you. Thank you. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee yes. is mighty. Yes. May he be mighty in your life. Yes. He will joy over thee with singing. Thank you. He will rest in his love. Rejoice over thee with joy. May the presence of the Lord be with you. The Lord keep you and help you. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son, the obedient Son, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Savior of the world. Be a champion. Be victorious. Be successful. Overcome the enemy. Overcome evil with good. Amen. Say a big amen. amen. Say a powerful amen. amen. Say a life-changing amen. amen. God bless you. God bless you. Take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.